Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters to Go. We are the Satellite Sisters. Welcome to the show. It is Sunday, September 20th. Uh, This is Liz Dolan. I am here in Santa Monica, California with three of my sisters. Always very exciting. Monica must be on the barricades for nurses at the, you know, at ABC television (laughs) in New York. We're going to get to the whole Monica and our satellite sister, Sarah, from the Facebook page. She's fired up. Stay noisy, Sarah. Stay noisy on the satellite sisters Facebook group about the whole nurse fiasco. (laughs) But Julie's feeling pretty noisy about that too. So we're going to get to that. So Julie, you're in Dallas, Texas. How's everything there? Oh no, you're not even. (laughs) Uh, no way, Liz. I, the, the, I am coming to you from Brooklyn, New York. Urban Nana is on assignment. I'm going to be talking about it a little later in the show. Okay. Sheila Dolan in South Pasadena. What's going on there? Liz, I have a great survey coming up on this show about dating over the age of 50. Oh, God. So. <laughs> wow, depressing. that does sound great. <laughs> Easy for you to say, Liam. You've been married how many years? 22. <laughs> no, I have a way we can fix it, Liz. You do? Okay. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Coming up. What, like dating each other or something? Or, I, don't, I don't know how you'll, to fix it. You'll find out, Liz. So, Liam, you're in Pasadena. How's everything there? Stinking hot, I know. You know what, Liz? It didn't stop me, though. I put up that fall flag outside. I don't care if it's 101. It, it, there's a pumpkin and some falling leaves on my flag, okay? It's just it's so hot. I've already been to the grocery store, and it's 8.30 in the morning. So <laughs> Just to enjoy the freezer aisle? Yes, is to get out before the heat. <laughs> All right, well, we have a very full show for you today. There is a lot of news. Uh, we mentioned the nurses. We got to talk about the presidential debate. You know, Urban Nana is running smack into a whole bunch of news events, and, and I am going to the Emmys tonight. So I am, you know, desperately trying to complete my work-back schedule for the Emmy Awards, which is, uh, you know, I think it's harder than doing an actual TV show. She's getting dressed, (laughs) you know. I was going to say what kind of work, but uh, you're talking about on yourself. Okay. Yes. Yes. It's the 48-hour drill, I think of it as. So I'm going to take you through the 48-hour drill. It is not pretty. Uh, But first, okay, we got to start with our uh, hashtag SatSistersYTB contest on Instagram and Facebook. Julie, this is so exciting. People have posted so many great pictures of themselves with their satellite sisters. I know. I'm loving it. And it's time to get involved. If you haven't done this, you can go to our either our Facebook group and post a picture of your satellite sisters. You have to give us a little description about why they're the best and who they are. So we like that. Or you can put it on Instagram, but be sure to put it at Sat Sisters YTB. If you just put it at YTB, we're not going to see it. Okay, it has to be Sat Sisters YTB. And we said now until the book launch, which is October 27th, we are going to be giving free copies of our new book, which is coming out on October 27th, You're the Best, A Celebration of Friendship. So this week's winners, it's a totally random situation, so don't be sad if you didn't win this week. (laughs) Just keep putting your pictures in, and maybe you'll win next week. So this week's winner on the Facebook group page, that would be Kathy Duckett. I don't know if you saw her picture. It was a then and now picture. It was with her a satellite sister. Oh, yeah, that was super cute. Cabbage yeah. Patch Dog. Yeah. <laughs> really cute. Just, just, again, totally random. So that was a wonderful picture. Kathy, you were a winner. And then on Instagram, whoever has the Instagram handle, Jill Susan, you're this week's winner because it was such a lovely group. Again, random, but it's the WTW High School Buddies from the class of 1967. And they were having brunch with their moms. Oh, so nice. So Kathy and whoever you are, Jill Susan, please send your email addresses to info at SatelliteSisters.com so we can find out, get in contact with you. And when the book comes out, we'll send you copies of the book. Okay? Fantastic. All right. Okay, and we start up again for next week, right, Julie? So yes, people yes. So just please. jump in. 
jump in, send us your pictures. You know, uh, that, you know, we want to see who your face, your, your satellite sisters are. So just, so just write a little description uh, of what they are. They're just wonderful to look at. So many nice people out there. Don't you, doesn't it, <laughs> yes. doesn't it cheer up your week? To it, does. it does. It does, Julie. It does. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for participating in that. But, okay, moving on to the breaking news of the week. Um, You know, as I said, Monica's not here today to speak up for nurses. uh, But Julie is totally stepping into the breach. (laughs) Yes. Well, first of all, my hat's off to Sarah on our Facebook group because she's the one that alerted me to this. And, you know, she wrote a very, uh, you know, passion plea just set um joy behar and michelle collins the two co-hosts of the shoe of the show the view um correct okay so here's the background if somehow you missed this that this past week on the view they were doing a little bit it was essentially women mocking other women okay that's what you need to know about the segment that they were doing. It was, That's a good we don't point. normally do that on this show. Do we? No, we women mocking other women. When have we ever gotten to that? <laughs> no, this was, this was the co-hosts of the view were mocking the Miss America uh, contestants. Okay. So that was the theme for the day. Women mocking women. <laughs> and Joy Behar and Michelle Collins uh, went out of their way in, uh, in particular to point out that Miss Colorado um, who is a nurse, what she had done for her talent section was to come out in her scrubs with a stethoscope on, and she had written a monologue about being a nurse. Now, here's the thing you need to know about Miss Colorado, if you didn't already know this, um, that she treats Alzheimer's patients, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay? Did you hear mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and she was talking about, and she had just you know, brings tears to your eyes story about one of her patients and about giving him the kind of care that only a nurse can give. And, um, and that was what her talent was. I mean, I read the description. I started to cry. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I know that Miss Colorado also went on Ellen's show to recreate her talent section because it was that beautiful. But Joy Behar and Michelle Collins, again, because they were into women mocking women, they decided to make fun of her, make fun of her monologue. And they were like questioning why she even had a stethoscope around her neck. I mean, okay. So it is with great pleasure. I announced this morning that Johnson and Johnson, Eglin's best park, park city, snuggle, and McCormick Spice have all dropped their sponsorships. Now, <laughs> okay, now, now, I mean, I know people are like, oh, you know, it's a pylon, don't get, you know, you don't have to do it. But here's the thing, that these co-hosts, Joy Behar and Michelle Collins, and the show The View, make millions and millions of dollars, okay? Yeah. So for them... You know, this is, you know, they have a responsibility to try to get it right and not to, you know, to, to go after nurses, <laughs> go after nurses that are treating Alzheimer's patients. Oh, my God. It's it did seem ill-conceived creatively. Now, yes. like, this is yes. the kind of thing where if someone had pitched that at Satellite Sisters, like, hey, I'm going to do a hilarious takedown of that Alzheimer's nurse, and we, at least we would have said, I don't know. I don't know if that's such a good idea. I mean, it doesn't really sound that funny. Yeah. Huh. It doesn't, it doesn't sound the least bit funny. So but Julie, I, mean, I, I, I tuned into this like most of the way through the week. So by the time I noticed it at all, Joy Behar had already apologized, but her apology that I caught on YouTube or something was basically saying, sorry, I wasn't really paying attention. I didn't know who she was. And, and again, yeah. I go back to, this is a nationally televised show. She's getting paid millions of dollars to sit there for one freaking hour a day. <laughs> right. Right. And right. she can't, she just sort of looked up and thought, well, she looks stupid. And why is she wearing, she said she had no idea what was happening, which right. I don't think is a very good excuse or apology. No, I, I agree, Liz. I, I mean, I don't think we should let them off the hook and I don't think we should, you know, we should accept their apologies. <laughs> so what should we do about Oh, by the way, can I also say, I've never even heard of Michelle Collins. Who is that? I, I, I have I, never I seen her before. Up. I don't know who that is. She's new to the show, Liz. Yeah. I had to look her up. She's allegedly a comedian, um, but I think her career is over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
and and so hats off to Sarah. And I, I just there's nothing they can do. I know on Friday's show they brought on 52 nurses and they made it all about nurses. No, okay, no. It's just a little late to that bandwagon. It just makes you think. Have have you never been sick? Have you never sat in the hospital room? Have you never yeah. had to take someone to an ER or been? It, it just is. It was really tone deaf. And I, yeah. I it, regardless of whether you were paying attention or not, it's really tone deaf. To be perfectly honest, it just makes you think they are really out of touch with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that. I think that's what happens when you're on a daily show and you have producers handing you things and you walk in and you're calling it in in terms of a performance. They're just really out of touch. It's it, it. So regardless of whether she was paying attention or not, really mocking nurses, bad idea. Just yeah. <laughs> really, right. really scraping the bottom of the barrel creatively. If that's where you're going. Yeah. Or how about let's just not mock other women. Yeah. How about that? Like even the whole premise for the segment, Leanne. I mean, I just, you know, all right, let's go attack, you know, some Miss America con- uh, contestants. Okay, because that's what, original or yeah, funny right, or yeah. something? No. It's sort of the exact opposite of you're the best, right? I think this is why we find this so appalling. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, I have a feeling it's not going to quiet down for them. So Good. Uh, Good. I, 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 I will keep a tally of all of the sponsors that they lose. <laughs> yeah. And, Maybe we could start a hashtag for that, you all. <laughs> and I noticed that Sarah yesterday on our Facebook group, at the Satellite Sisters Facebook group, posted a picture of herself wearing not one but two stethoscopes. Yes. Because she yeah. has, like, the pediatric size and the adult size stethoscope. <laughs> So stay noisy, Sarah. I'm going back to that. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Other, uh, other news about women in the news. Um, the 87-hour uh, the Republican debate took place this, uh, this week. <laughs> it could still be going on for all I know. Uh, I'm, I'm scared to turn on CNN because I think it's still on. Like, it is. It's all and it's all debate talk. I had to actually switch over. I usually watch Anderson Cooper in the afternoon while I'm like cooking dinner and, and emptying the dishwasher. And uh, it was so much debate talk and so much. I switched over to the James Corden show. I don't know if you watched the Late Late Show with that yes. delightful British guy, James Corden. I just recommend it. in. in- <laughs> In place of the news for the next 14 months. But, um, yeah, so this one of the controversial or one of the questions at this week's debate was, oh, hey, what woman would you put on the $10 bill? What American woman would you put on the $10 bill? And several people on the Facebook page said, oh, sisters, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this. And we talked about this a couple months ago. We basically said, seems like sort of an empty gesture. And, <laughs> you know, sure. Just there's, give us the $10 bill. Just some just great give, give <laughs> women. Just pay women more yeah. instead of putting us on the money. Right. Of all the issues facing women like getting our own bill seems small compared to I don't know health care or right pay equity or you know the family leave act let's let's do some other things for women besides an empty gesture of putting us on a bill no one uses and uh but when they asked the question to the candidates it was so telling because many of them couldn't even come up with an American woman. I was just shocked. And we had answers. I want, it's not even, doesn't even matter who said what. Like some people said, my wife. Okay. My wife <laughs> uh, and my oh. mother. You know, oh. whenever the question is name an American woman for X, Y, or Z, my wife or my mother, that is always going to be pandering. You know, we're <laughs> assuming if you're still married that you love your wife. Okay. You don't have to tell us. And she's not going on the $10 bill. I don't care how much you love her. <laughs> right? And so and other people said Rosa Parks. And inexplicably, Jeb Bush said Margaret Thatcher, who is not American. Oops. And I know why he did it, to harken back to the Reagan days. But yes. I mean, I would have rather heard Lucille Ball, like anything, <laughs> you know? I mean, let's put Lynn, Lucy. Lynn, why don't you start that campaign? I need <laughs> yeah. to get some traction. You know, that, and then one candidate. Just to add, wouldn't that could be fun every day you go into your wallet and you see Lucille Ball yeah. there on, the, on your bill? It would just make you laugh, wouldn't it? I know. I mean, my, I, and then one, one candidate said, Mother Teresa. 
Okay, thanks. Like, that's who we're supposed to live up to? Mother Teresa? Again, not American and uh, really kind of out of touch for a lot of people to be able to get to her. But Carly Fiorina said the same thing that we essentially said. Like, listen, we don't need a woman on the $10 bill. Uh, You know, that's just really kind of a waste of time. If there's a new bill, I'll take a woman on that, but we don't need to reorganize the whole thing. So it was, I just thought it was very revealing. It really made me think, I don't think these guys know one historical American woman. You know, Claire Barton, Abigail Adams, they got Rosa Parks, Susan B. Anthony. Okay, but, you know, (laughs) my mother. Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it did have that same out-of-touch feeling as uh, the ladies of the (laughs) group, you know. Like, right. seems to be a theme we're we're <laughs> developing here. And, uh, you know, I just have to say this in our give it a whirl uh, sort of attitude. I, I, for instance, would love to see a Clinton versus Fiorina campaign. I just think that would be fantastic. Even if you don't agree with either one of their politics, just uh-huh. taking like the gender issue off the table. would be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> it? It would be fascinating. You know, you know? I, like... Could we do any worse? I don't think so. No. I mean, yeah, let's no. shake it up. Let's, I just, I don't know. I just think it would be fantastic. So there you have it. I'm on, I'm on right. board Give it with a whirl, that concept. Give it a whirl. Yeah, two female candidates. <laughs> Give it a whirl, man. Carly did, I noticed in today's news, she surged to uh, number two in the rankings. Okay. So, um, you know, that it, it could happen. Okay. Here's a more serious story that I wanted uh, to make sure we got to. And this was breaking news in California on Friday. Uh, and we put this under the category of what the farfic nougat. I mean, really, <laughs> really VW, what the farfic nougat. We have been VW supporters in our family for multiple generations. Yes. You know, Monica drives a VW. Leah, and you've had VW. Like, I have one now. Yeah, we have one now. We yeah. just bought one. Oh, that's my, right. Yeah. yeah. My my first car in California was a VW Bug. <laughs> okay, that's right. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> Turbo. Okay. Turbo, <laughs> Turbo Bug. Okay, well, uh, obviously it was not a diesel, Sheila, because here's what came out on Friday. It turns out that... VW in their diesel cars had been rigging the emissions system. They had a software trick in the emission system that allowed the car to emit up to 40 times, four zero times the legally allowed amount of nitrogen oxide. Uh, So it was a software trick. So most of the time the car was running at 40 times the legal limit, but somehow the software could recognize when the car was being tested and then it would run at the legal limit. I mean, really? I, yes, I, I, really. I, I missed the story. Oh, I, it, it, it's really unbelievable, Julie. So here's so basically they've sold 482,000 diesel cars in the U.S. A since half a, yeah, a half yeah. a billion, half a million cars, a half mm-hmm. a million cars. And that's, that's VW Diesel, which is the biggest diesel maker in the United States, and also Audi. Uh, so anyway, so half a million cars. Uh, they had figured out, it's called like a default switch, or it has some... Default mm-hmm. defeat. Is, is, oh, a defeat, yes. Defeat default. Defeat There's mechanism. Defeat mechanism, yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, I think what they're defeating is our uh, ambition to uh, have clean air uh, here in the United States. So here's the deal. So they they, researchers figured this out because lots of things were starting to go wrong with these cars and they figured it out. So the good news is that they now have the science to support this charge and the total penalty they could pay which I don't even think this is enough, but I'm happy to see that the penalty for what they did will be $18 billion. Excellent. Oh, $18 wow. $18 billion. So they are, this is, if it's true and it's proven, they will pay $37,500 for every vehicle that they rigged uh, with this switch. But, you know, I actually thought it's hard to shock me uh, about like bad things that people think up and, and actually do. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. You know, 
this is unbelievably bad. Wouldn't you say, Leanne? You're yeah. a, you're a, a VW lover. I, I know. Well, right. They lied not only to the state and the federal authorities, but to their consumers. I mean, they lost a lot of trust. People bought those diesel cars thinking, oh, we're getting a little bit of power. We're getting a little bit of oomph. And we're getting, they sold them as clean diesel engines. And they were anything but, particularly in California where they've sold a ton because the hot sunshine like heats up those emissions and like makes it even worse at creating ozone. But it's- here's the thing. It makes you think, you know, to develop a, an engine, what do you think that costs in the car industry? A billion dollars? So yeah. it's like someone just did not want to write off that billion dollars. They couldn't quite get it right. So they decided, well, this will be the best solution. And, you know, if you ever but think it like... it seems like a lot of people would be involved in this as I know. well. I mean, well, it's, exactly not just, yeah, right. it's not just like one, you know, one engineer at yes. some VW plant. It, it seems is- like mm-hmm. they would have to know up and down the line that... That this was that this falsehood was going on. So if you ever think that we don't need government regulations or the EPA does nothing, you know, corporations will not necessarily do the right thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we continue to be surprised by that. But you know, they yeah. spent a lot of money developing this engine. So whatever it took, they were going to bring this out onto the market, even if it took took wide scale deception. It's really it's awful. It's terrible. It's unbelievable. And, and, and Leon, you've lived in California for a long time. Right. So I mean California has particularly strict regulations when it comes to clean air. And we have special formulations of gasoline and all kinds of things. But as a result, the air is dramatically cleaner than it was 20 years ago or 40 years ago. You, you cannot even compare it. Uh, I mean, we have more people and more cars, and the air is so much cleaner because of all these regulations. When I, I mean, my husband will recount, you know, he grew up here, a particularly smoggy area up against the mountains in uh, in Pasadena. You know, there would be 10, 12, 15 days a year where they couldn't go outside for recess because it was smog days. I remember when I first came to college out in California, California and Claremont, again, up against the mountains. I played lacrosse. There were times the air was so dirty, we could not see the goal at the other end of the field. Okay. That just, I mean, that it was, you could see the air, first of all. (laughs) (laughs) That's usually a bad sign. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's just major what these regulations have done for public health in California. So this makes us crazy. And then the fact that it's VW, which is like Volkswagen, the the people's car. No, thanks, Volkswagen. You're not really the people's car. It's terrible. It's terrible. Of all the, I just never thought VW was going to be the one to break our hearts, you know? (laughs) Right. (laughs) There are companies that you just don't expect great things from, but VW is not one that you normally put in that category. Right. Right. Look at that little beetle. I'm looking at a picture of a diesel beetle right now. Who knew that it was just a death machine? It's 40 times the legal limit of emissions. I know. Anyway, so uh, you should read up on that story. Follow along. It's it's fascinating. And thank well, goodness. Can they fix it? Can they fix the cars? Yeah, because so it's won't... a – well, they can, yes. But they said – Julie, they said one of the problems with recalls like this is it's not a safety issue. You know, the cars run fine. So it's really now up to the consumer to go, oh, this is important to me that my car is not spitting out 40 times the legal limits of, admi- of emissions. And, and that's, a lot, that's a lot to put on the consumer. Right. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that's the news from this coast, from California. Uh, Julie, there you are, Urban Nana, on the job, Brooklyn, Back- New York. What's going on in Brooklyn? <laughs> Yes, uh, back on duty here in Brooklyn, New York. Well, uh, Josephine, who just uh, turned a year year old, um, has started at a truly wonderful educational childcare center. Okay, it, this this place is so wonderful that you don't actually attend. That's the really <laughs> amazing thing that's happening here for in the month of September during the phase-in period because they want all the children to adjust and everything. So um, when uh, Josephine's parents got a look at the calendar for September, they realized <laughs> that she really wasn't going to school at all <laughs> uh, because uh, the phase-in, you know, the first week, you bring the children, but the parents actually stay there. They don't get to go to work. They have to stay in the child care center. Then this is week two. Now she's having, you know, stayed half days. So this is, if you are a working parent, this is, you know. <laughs> a nightmare. It's yeah. your nightmare. I mean, 
I, it's very important. And again, I understand from the child care center's point of view that they want, you know, these are young children. It's very gentle. They want to make sure that the children are comfortable and they're experienced. They know how to do this. So they know that the phase in does work, but it means for the working parents that, <laughs> that yeah. there's some giant gaps in, uh, in the system. So, so don't you wish you could phase into a new job that way? <laughs> great. If like for the first week you just went for an hour and then you got to go home and then the yeah. second week, two hours, third week you stay till lunchtime. Anyway. Yeah. You get to stay till nap, Liz. Or, or or that your interview, Liz, was a home visit. That's what I. That's what they do in kindergarten. They, you know, you could just be in your bathrobe, and then you can come and interview you. I don't want to get dressed up for an interview. That would be excellent, Sheila. You're right. Yeah. So right. the good news, the good news for for Urban Nana is that. Josephine loves the new school. You know, when she gets there, she goes in happily. She's having a good time. You know, it's everything, the phase in is going well. So the not so good news for Urban Nana is when I arrived, um, there were some new assignment challenges uh, to taking on the childcare. First of all, my heart sank when I saw my son uh, come in with a new stroller. No stroller, a new stroller. You know, not be. They wanted, they needed like a nimble stroller, umbrella stroller. That you know, of course, she has like a Cadillac stroller for just cruising around in Brooklyn. But those are too big to take on the subway. Uh, the good thing about this childcare center is it's very close to where my son and daughter-in-law work. And so they needed a little stroller for the subway. But I, my heart sank when I saw that stroller because I knew it was a new set of clips and safety belts that I was going to have to master. Engineering challenge. Oh, then added to that, okay, new subway routes. You know, I'm not a native New Yorker. Now, Liz, you lived in New York. Yeah. She, you lived in New York. You know your way around. You're sort of very intuitive around it. I am not. I like Right. I the existing subway lines. I'm very linear. I only go, I go this way and I come back. This way and I come back. So then when they told me we're taking new trains to, oh. to the subway, I was like, oh, brother. Okay. So that, that you know, I've, I've been working on that. And then you just have to remember how to clip and unclip all these Swedish products in this house. Okay? Uh, yeah. Everything is locked down because now she's walking around. So that means every drawer has, again, some new, highly designed Swedish door closed thing. You know, there are gates all over the place. So so I've been busy just coming up to speed, like just 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 coming up to speed with all the Swedish products. But um, but oh, I, that does sound so, challenging, Julie. But, you know, but as part of my new route, um, you know, again, this is, it's New York City. You know, you take the subway, you have to go down all those stairs. So they had worked out a subway route for me that had an elevator. Cause not oh, all nice. Because Sheila, you know, you probably did this with Ruthie. Otherwise you have to carry the child up the stairs yep. in the stroller. Oh yep. my gosh. Oh my yep. God. That is hard to do. That's so how course, we did it. Yep. I know. <laughs> It is hard, okay, because, of course, on day two of my assignment, when I picked uh, Josephine up at the child care center, we got on the right train, we're heading back to Brooklyn, we get off at the right station, and then I, I show up in front of the elevator, and it has the out-of-order sign. Mm. I was like, oh. But I'm telling you, an angel of mercy, some very nice grandmother could see that I was about to, like, oh. And she helped me carry that stroller up those stairs. Oh yeah, New good. York New Yorkers are great. <laughs> very, very I want to def- I want to defend New Yorkers. They're always there to help you. They will help you. I mean, that was just I mean the nicest thing. So that so that is going well. But there's a lot else going on here in New York. You know, the, uh, this this past week uh, was Fashion Week in New York. Okay? <laughs> Which, Did, have you taken in any of the shows, you and Josephine? Well, you know, when she goes and to Northwest, school, you and Northwest. Why? Why do they bring a baby to a fashion show? Why do they do I, that? I, I, I don't know, but I, my, I got alerted to the fact that it was Fashion Week on my flight to New York. As I was boarding, there were two middle-aged male passengers in front of me, and they were talking about. They were they were going to New York, and they were saying, "Oh, do you know that this is Fashion Week in New York, and we might get lucky." 
and meet some of those European supermodels in New York. These these two men. I, I, oh, God yeah, bless men. God yeah, bless men. Yeah. Do men really think they were, they did yeah. not see this as a sense of humor? There was no irony in their voice? They really thought they might bump into some European supermodels mm-hmm. walking around in the streets of New York City. Yeah. Just two regular middle-aged men. Hope, spring, lot, hope springs eternal. A lot of middle-aged men, it doesn't matter where they live, think they're going to bump into supermodels. <laughs> they do? They, okay. they, that, that's, that's what they think. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> don't right. get me started. Okay. 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 Does this well, relate to your dating after fifty thing? We're yes, getting to, yes. Yes. Okay. Getting, I'm getting upset here. Okay. Go okay. on, Jewel. But so I did not actually. I have not seen any European supermodels on the streets, but I can report on the fashion that I see below the streets. That would be on the subways. And first of all, Leon, uh, you had asked about man buns. Yeah. Because uh, your son. Uh, um, is, is sporting a man bun, yep. and you want to, and you had read an article that they're still popular. I would say yes. I see quite a few man buns, and I also see women wearing man buns, uh, which is a look. You know, they shave their heads, but oh. then they have bun on too. So oh. that is going on below below ground uh, in the subterranean <laughs> fashion world. I think the other thing I noticed is I seem to be the only person on the entire subway that was wearing a, a pair of blue jeans that wasn't completely ripped up. Okay. I mean, everybody's, yeah. everybody's wearing those completely ripped up jeans. Yeah. I was like standing out because I my jeans had no rips in them. But that was, uh, so that's another big look. So I, sisters, just take your scissors and just start just start cutting because that is what's happening. That's the next big look. That's that's. Oh, I thought that was already over, but it's still happening. No, no, no. Oh, no oh. very big, very big below. Uh, I don't know. Again, I can't say what's happening on the surface, but <laughs> below ground, that's what's happening. So I survived Fashion Week, but this week the big challenge, of course, you know, the Pope is coming to New York. Okay? Right. Oh wow! So, oh wow! So Urban Nana against the Pope. I, I mean, I am so already started to panic, like. What if my train is somewhat delayed? Or what yeah. if, again, I only have linear knowledge of my train. I can only go forward and backwards. I can't go sideways <laughs> yeah. on the train. Yeah. Plus, this pope, this pope probably takes the subway. You I know, he he's, he's that gonna, kind of pope. He might even have a ripped cassock on. You just wait and see. He's going to have some sheared look going on. So who knows where this pope's going? I mean, he's supposed to stay in Midtown. He's doing a big thing in Central Park. But it could have... I just think that he's going to be so popular that right. so many people are going to come to see the Pope. Who knows what's going to happen? There will be so, a cascading effect. You're right. Yes. You will be <laughs> sucking everyone out of the boroughs up towards Midtown, which means they're all going to be on the subway. They're all I, yeah, I would just stay away from the UN, right? He's headed there. So just stay. Yeah, yeah. So you probably don't even know how to get there. So that's good. Just stay away from it. I don't. I don't. I don't. That's... I have no idea. So, so, but that I, I did think about this, that I, I just, I just, I'm going to leave extra time so that I can get to my assignment. So, uh, but yes, so I'll be here um, this oh, week. For, whoops. Uh, Sorry. That was me. I was looking up the Pope visit to New York and oh. I got an ad. Sorry about that. <laughs> just looking up his ITIN so I could give Julie a heads up and an ad went off. Sorry. Okay. Julie, Julie, just remember you can ask New Yorkers for help. They'll help you. Yes, I know, Sheila. I mean, they they just have been so nice. Everybody is so nice. I mean, I think people, you know, you you there is you have this image that New Yorkers are very brusque. Not at all. They're super friendly, super right. helpful, very very nice. So. Right. They're they're trying to live it too. So yeah. they know what it's like to go up and down subway stairs with the baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from pros is getting rave reviews. Leon, I am not surprised. You have been on that pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. Do I take the hair vitamins every day? 
Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Lee and Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when my hair's really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you're the boss. I'll take it. (laughs) You tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leans. Okay. And I'm I'm using it. Pros mm-hmm. isn't just better for you, it's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon neutral custom beauty brand. So pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, Just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life, aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSISTERS at OseaMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. <laughs> in no their kidding. skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils. I love it all. That duo they have going. Oh. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the mega moisture duo. Yes. You can you can literally see your skin get firmer. And it just delivers <laughs> this full body glow. Okay. You know we have raved about the Andaria Algae Body Oil. Mm-hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria Collagen Body Oil. Youthful, Liz. A youthful glow is going to (laughs) happen. And it's infused with Osea's signature Undaria seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself (laughs) because you're worth it. (laughs) That's that's true. That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code Sad Sisters. So this is it. This is a win, win, win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SATSisters at OseaMalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to oseamalibu.com and use code SATSisters for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. Okay. Okay, well, good luck. Wow, I can't believe you're going right from Fashion Week to Pope Week. That is a good couple of weeks, to be on assignment. I know not many Nanas could do this, but Urban Nana can. Urban Nana is up to the task. Good luck with the stroller. All right. All right. right. So what is your solution for, tell me, some kind of plan for dating after 50? Well, my friend Earl sent me this article from the Huffington Post because he, he basically said, I can't find a man in L.A. because I have high expectations and I'm judgmental. <laughs> and I think that's actually a good way to be. <laughs> but, sure. um, yeah. Okay, so Lisa Copeland is a writer for the Huffington Post. She's very positive in her approach. And she basically has three dating mistakes women over 50 make and how to fix them. Um, and I think I would say the first mistake is trying to date over 50. <laughs> <laughs> but is that um, you or she said that? No, I say that. But it doesn't have to be this way, Liz. It doesn't. Dating can be fun and you can get a good guy. Okay, mistake number one, believing when the time is right, a good guy will just show up in your life. Um, and 
Uh, That's pretty much been my approach my whole life. I know. Which is why I've been single my whole life. But, you know, (laughs) I've been taking the alternate view, Liz, that I go out there and I put myself out there. Mm -hmm. I I join the Masters. I'm I'm, I'm doing it. I went to a party the other night on a Friday night, even though it pained me. It pained me to go out. And I did. And, you know, there are no men. There are no men my age. And, um, but, and. But I did, you know, I put myself out there. I yes. kept my light on, as they say. Uh-huh. So what you're supposed to do, how to fix that, is definitely go out and join, like, writing salons and 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 take up golf. You know, the same old things. Take up golf. So I've, I'm going to a writing salon this week, and I will report back on it. All right? I think. Really? You're going. Well. A writing salon? A write, you think I mean, gonna... I don't mean to be judgmental, but yeah. what kind of guy do you think you're going to meet at a writing salon? Well, <laughs> I'm going to meet uh, a writer. <laughs> I'm going to meet a writer. Mm-hmm. and um, But I'm starting small. You know, I mean, you know, I'm just starting. I'm doing what she suggests. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that or take up golf. And I'm not taking up golf in a week. No. Okay. All right. So no, you attempted bird watching once for that one guy you were dating. Right. And okay. Yeah, that was not Here, worth it. So here's another thing you're supposed to do. It's a great tip. Let's see if you could try this. Um, if you see a man across the room who looks interesting, you're supposed to make eye contact and smile at him. Okay. And then turn back to what you were doing and then look back again and smile. You, are you didn't like, you do that in high school? Oh my God. Well, I was going to say, that seems like a junior high move. What you, the, you I mean, just really? Signaled, you've just signaled to him that you're interested. Or that you're 15. For writing this advice? Yeah. She's written a book. <laughs> okay. All right. So, okay. Can I just say, if you're over 50 and that is news to you, that little tip? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. But carry All right. on. All right. Okay. Mistake number two, giving up too quickly. So you go on a first date, you go on a coffee date, it doesn't work out, and you want to quit dating. You come home depressed and hopeless about ever uh, meeting a guy. So she says to switch your mindset. Say you're going out with a guy. Just say, I'm going out to meet someone new and interesting today. Have no expectation. And persistence is the name of the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, you know, plus it will keep you from making your snap judgments. Now, I think my snap judgments are very healthy. Like the time I, I, I had a coffee date with a guy, and I saw him, and I, I didn't get out of my car. He was about 50, 50 years um, older than his picture, <laughs> and um, I just kept driving. All right, so my snap judgments have really helped me. In the dating scene. (laughs) Um, Over and over again. Okay, mistake number three. Believing you'll just know when he's the right guy for you when he shows up. So she's saying you're supposed to hang out with men, spend time in each other's company at school or work, and laugh and play the way you did, you know, when you were younger, and then get to know them right? He's not going to be the one on your first interaction. And I know, Liz, you do a lot of that. You socialize with men. Yes, yes, I do. And I have a job that is... Co-ed. I have a co-ed job. You have a co-ed job. (laughs) In fact, really, for the last 30 years, Liz, you've often been the only woman in the room or at the table. Or yes. at the party or on the plane. Or right. in the right. section of the plane. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and for the <laughs> that doesn't really pan out for me, though, the co-ed environment. Well, you're not doing that eye contact. Thing. Yeah, that <laughs> smile. Yeah. They also yeah. do that. All right. So, yeah. And in the last 30 years, I've worked at a job where it's all women. Yeah. So, there you go. Um, I, yeah, so- I can see that, you know, you've been in an environment that is almost exclusively women and children. So, <laughs> you're, you're not going to meet uh you know uh the man of your dreams in that environment that's true okay so the last story i'll tell is i went to a party on friday night i thought uh, you know it was it was supposed to be a a studio a right a musician studio party sounded kind of cool it was like a private show in a music studio 
So I was excited. I went um, quickly disappointed, make snap judgments. I was wrong about men being there. And um, I was quickly depressed, sitting on the couch in the studio. And the, and the musician, musician goes, are there any requests? So one of his songs apparently was called 1982. So everyone starts calling out 1982. And the girl next to me on the couch, the groovy couch in the studio, starts laughing. I go, oh, is 82? Is that the year you were born? Because she looked like she was about my daughter Ruthie's age. Uh-huh. She goes, oh, oh, no. No, I was, I was born in 91. <laughs> <laughs> And then I promptly got my guacamole tray and left the party. <laughs> and that's it. You know? Okay. So, well, stay positive. Stay positive. <laughs> Liz, you know we love talking about frame bridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting Framebridge experience. Would I, I you did. like to share? Would you like you know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already framebridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the Framebridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and Framebridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, great for gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds you like- you're going to be happy, okay? <laughs> That's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling there with your your butcher box. What what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in, in Bend for part of the summer, yeah. I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's I mean, great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what, uh, what, what I'm recommending. Yeah, either way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, you know, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. Butcher Box gives you peace of mind and easy to find high quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass fed beef, free range organic chicken pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, no antibiotics or added hormones, and as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz, right? Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... That's nice. That's nice. Nice to have something familiar there. (laughs) Yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Putting yourself out there. Smile twice. <laughs> yeah. oh, twice. Okay. Wow. Um, all right. Well, maybe I can give that a whirl tonight because I have a major social event tonight known as 
the Emmy Awards. And, uh, you know, I work in the television business, but I have no actual juice in the television business. It's not, I am not um, really a TV person in most ways and everything I work on is outside the U.S. But no matter what, I get a, I get a ticket through work uh, every year. So, um, but it's a 48-hour drill, as I said at the top of the show. And the 48 hours started yesterday morning. So Saturday morning, you're laying in bed. It's like 6 a.m. And you've been tossing and turning all night, uh, you know, debating the existential question of, can I wear the same dress I've worn for the last three years? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you just, you don't, you don't want to go out and buy a new dress no. because of course, you know, any minute now you're going to lose 20 pounds. So why would you buy a dress now? <laughs> so like you just keep hauling out the same thing. And on the one hand, I mean, you know that nobody's going to remember what you wore to the Emmys last year. Right. Uh, but on the other hand, the people you work with, who you see all the time and who you go frequently go to events with, the only ones they're going to notice are the people that actually know you. And so that's not good. Uh, so I really had to debate, like, what to do about what to wear. Uh, and then the, a lengthy list of other things to do. So uh, the first thing I normally do on Saturday morning is I get up and I go to the weigh-in at the, <laughs> at the weight loss program that I'm part of. So I'm at the, uh, at the early I think that's how Carrie Washington started her weekend, too. <laughs> so don't worry. Uh, so I'm at the, uh, I'm at the weigh-in and I bump into a friend of ours, a friend of Satellite Sisters, who is a tele, a noted television writer. And she also happens to be part of this program now. So I'm like, I will not use her name because I don't want to, you know, it's her privacy. Um, but I'm like, oh God, I have to go to the Emmys tomorrow night. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, I know that feeling. And I'm not complaining about going to the event. It's just the what to wear thing does get kind of dramatic. She said, well, you know, <laughs> she said, all I can say is over the years, I've had better luck just going to a big department store than I ever have at any kind of other little boutiques where you think you're going to find something really cute. So I'm like, okay, thank you. Department store. I'm going to start with the department store. But then, you know, on my work back schedule, first I had to do fingernails and toenails. So like it's, 9 a.m., I'm already in the chair at the Manny Petty place. Uh, and who's next to me? I believe I texted you, Sheila. Juliana Rancic is there. Yes, doing, yes, Liz. Doing her 48 hour drill, apparently. Uh, Did Juliana. you ask her what she was wearing? <laughs> Maybe you could just borrow a dress. Yeah. <laughs> or two, two of her dresses. Yeah. yeah, if I sewed two of her dresses together, <laughs> I might be able to get. I don't even uh, think two. I think three. I think <laughs> three dresses. <laughs> I, I'm surprised she doesn't have a house call for Manny Petty, though. I was surprised that she was getting a Manny Petty in public. So, okay, so I see Juliana Rancic, and that. So now I'm, you know, now I'm even more depressed. But after after fingernails and toes, I just decide, okay, I have to plunge into the dress search. Um, so I went to Saks just because I thought, you know, just, all roads lead to Saks for you, Liz. I was you, always of, end, you always end up at Saks. Well, I think I was channeling mom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it that's, just where, that's how mom problem solving for mom always started with Saks. <laughs> So anyway, that was, uh, my God, the shoe departments in these places are insane when you walk into these big department stores now. And all these shoes that are like $800, who are you people? It just So you have to kind of elbow your way through the shoe department to get up to any clothes. Um, but miraculously, I managed to find the dress, uh, a dress. And Ooh. the clincher, I had tried on a number of things, you know. At first, you're like deluded by the fact that you're going to the Emmys, so you're you think you should buy an Emmy style dress, and you know, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yes. At one point, I'm looking at myself in the mirror in this like emerald green <laughs> long thing with some kind of frill that goes down the side. I'm like. What am I doing? Yeah. This is crazy. And uh, so then the next thing I tried on was much more tasteful, much more me. I was trying to not buy a black dress. That's what I had said to the saleswoman. Like, I'm willing, <laughs> I'm willing to try on anything as long as it's not totally black. 
So she she brought in this black and cream thing. Mm. And uh, I'm like, okay, it's a little bit in a black dress. She's like, oh, no. She said, this one is very Kate Middleton. Oh, oh. oh. yeah. So I, I, so I bought it, Julie. I bought it. That was the clincher. Okay. And then uh, she says that to everybody, doesn't she? Don't Everyone's get bangs, Liz. Got... Don't get bangs. Poor Kate. She's going to regret those bangs, man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So then you get the new dress, which means you have to go down to the basement to get the new bra, right? So, oh, okay. So yes. now I've done fingernails. That costs as much as the dress. Yes, yes. Yeah. Fingernails. And it's just as humiliating. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> fingernails, toes, dress, bra. And then, you know, then you're thinking about shoes. And you have, not only do you have to be on your feet a lot, uh, you have to walk, you're like walking around a lot in downtown Los Angeles. Hard to explain, but you're going to- Where is the Emmys? Where is it? It's in what I thought was called the Nokia Theater. It's downtown at LA Live, next to Staples Center. The Nokia Theater, according to my tickets, is now called the Microsoft Theater. Did not know that. They've changed Hmm. the name of the theater. And then, but then because I'm allegedly a TV executive, (laughs) I also have tickets to the Governor's Ball, which is like where everybody goes afterwards. And then I have tickets to Fox, which is the network that I work for, is actually hosting the Emmys this year. So So they have their own after party, which is actually the only fun part. Um, but anyway, so, so I'm thinking about shoes and there, you're going to need to be walking around and, uh, and, uh, dress saleswoman had said to me, you know what shoes Kate would wear with that? And I was like, <laughs> she did oh not. my God. Yeah. She said, beige pumps, beige pumps. That's what you did with that. And a little beige evening bag. So I spent about half an hour yesterday thinking that was a good idea. <laughs> And actually trying on beige pumps, which I hate. I was really hoping that I, that I could outlast the beige pump trend, which has been pretty trendy for like two or three years now, right? Yeah. It's yeah, been it's, going strong, yeah. I, much as I, I like, I refuse to ever bow to the gladiator sandal trend. <laughs> I felt that same way about beige pumps. Like, I was never going to wear beige pumps. And all of a sudden yesterday, I'm in a shoe department. <laughs> Not the sock shoe department, because everything is 800 bucks. You know, of course, if you want shoes, you got to go to Nordstrom's. Yeah. So I'm at Nordstrom's trying on yeah. shoes, and I'm like, what am I thinking? I am not going to wear beige pumps. So anyway, so I end up with a pair of slides, like sparkly slides. So, okay, so now I've done fingernails, toes, dress, bra, shoes. Oh, and I forgot to mention that I am driving down to this event tomorrow with several friends slash colleagues with me so i got to get the car washed right so this is on the this is on the 48 hour drill and luckily as i'm driving into the Saks parking lot frequently in los angeles there are car wash services like in the parking lots at these big places yes that's and i have i have never ever have you ever used one of them liam i never have no i mean we wash our own cars yes it's made for you for tv executives (laughs) going to the emmys that pull in at the last minute to get their emmy and need to get their car washed saved saved from the jaws of of beige pumps yes but but here was the clincher on the car wash julie because it's california which is on fire yeah uh Due to the drought, the guy, it's like, you're getting your ticket to pull into the parking garage. And he said, you know, we can, we're doing car wash and we can wash your car using less than a single cup of water, which seemed impossible to me. <laughs> so, but I was so desperate. I said, yes, of course. Yes. Here, take my car. So, so while I'm in buying the Kate Middleton dress, my, my car is being washed with less than a, a cup of water. I come out. The car looks way better than I am going to look. I will tell you that. The car looks fantastic. But then, because they're so proud of this eco-wise system they have for car washing, they need to demonstrate to me how little water they used. So I have to stand there while they're squeezing the rags out. And they squeeze all the damp rags into a single cup so that you just see all of the dirty water in a single cup. And they proved to you that they actually made your car look great using less than a cup of water. Wow. So if I could remember the name of this whole service, I would recommend it because I I was really impressed. They were right. They could do it. Okay. So, but I got car, toe, check. So now I've done fingernails, toes, dress, bra, shoes, car wash. Oh, then I had the ticket handoff because I had tickets for colleagues that were out of town but live across town. So I had to like drive all the way over to another oh, Wow. 
drop off the tickets. You're always worried. They're valuable tickets. So as I'm putting the tickets in the mailbox, I took a selfie of myself putting the tickets in the mailbox. So I always had proof that I had put the tickets in the mailbox. Okay, so now fingernails, toes, dress, bra, shoes, car wash, ticket handoff. Okay, so that was pretty much the day, the first 24 hours of the 48-hour drill. So, so today, what do you have to do today? So today, oh, wait, no, no, I take that back. Oh, yeah, then, no. I re- then at the end of the day, I realized that my dress was short. Um, you know, my dress is to my knees. So I thought... I need a spray tan on my legs. So I got that done. I got the spray tan on my legs. And then as long as I was in the neighborhood, I thought, well, even though I'm having my makeup done at Benefit on Sunday, they can't, I need to have my brows done today, you know, because they get all inflamed. So you can't, you can't do the brows tomorrow. So then I got the last minute squeeze me in appointment for my brows. So that means yesterday I did fingernails, toes, dress, bra, shoes, car wash, uh, ticket handoff, spray tan, and brows. Wow. Oh, gosh. Okay. Wow. That's I'm trying 20... to find your dress on Saks.com. I'm looking for a cream and black dress that Kate Middleton might buy. I don't think it's okay, the... So what's left for today? Okay, so today, well, the show. Here I am uh, doing this. So, okay, show. Um, then at uh, 11.15, got the hair. Uh, but both cut and color, Julie, because ooh, I, ooh. I've been holding off the color uh, to so that that would be super fresh. So I have the uh, hair, and then I'm walking back across the street, back to Benefit, where I had the brows done last night. They're going to do my makeup. Uh, so then I'm doing that. Then, what but time while, do the Emmys start? Like, what time do you have to drive there? Three o'clock, Leon. Yeah. Oh, you got to busy. You got yeah. to be out of the house by three. Right. Three yeah. Because you have to be in your seat by four forty-five because mm-hmm. it's a live broadcast at five p.m. Okay. And you you just can't know how long it's going to take you to get to downtown Los Angeles. No. They cordon off the entire downtown area. They search every car. They it's very security is very tight. Lines are long. So, um, so anyway, so I got to do the hair and makeup this morning, but before I go out to hair and makeup, I have to remember to leave keys to my apartment, uh, in my vestibule for my date, Todd, who is arriving from Seattle at noon today. So he's going to arrive. Well, so I got to make sure he can get in. So hair, makeup, leave the keys for Todd. Then I have another ticket handoff that I have to do. Uh, boom, back home. I'm hoping by 2 PM driving downtown by 3 PM, uh, show starts at 5 PM. So wow. Wow. So that's <clears throat> that's what I have to get you done. You can't really talk to us anymore, Liz, Yeah. As far as, as I can figure. You, you're, we're, you're, we're eating into your dressing time or something. Or... <laughs> we're showering. Aren't you going to shower now? I already right. showered. Oh, Sheila, I had to do that early today. Oh, I've okay. I don't have time to shower. Because once you get your hair done, you can't shower after that. So you have right. to shower. right. So uh, anyway, I think it will be really, most of all, I think the show is going to be very fun because the show is hosted by Andy Samberg, who, I mean, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think he's super funny. And there are, the great thing about the, the Emmys, there are all kinds of great presenters. So I was looking at the presenter list. Key and Peele are presenting. Oh, fun. They're funny. Amy Schumer, Taraji P. Henson. Uh, of course, Cookie on Empire. James Corden. Leon, you mentioned James Love him. He, that show what? is so funny. If you are not watching that show, it's just fantastic. He's hilarious. He is. Totally I saw him on Broadway. He's wonderful. Yeah. I started TiVoing that show about two months ago, and I just love it. Yeah. I, what show is this? It's, it's The Late Late Show. Oh, oh, okay. So it's on CBS and now is after Stephen Colbert, but he's just so clever and engaging and... He just has a wonderful spirit about him, so the show is not mean-spirited. And he's super-duper crazy talented because he has yes. a Tony Award. Like, he can sing and just do really – he's a good actor. He can do all this great stuff. It's really fun to watch. Even if you just go to YouTube and look at the car karaoke things that he's done, he's amazing. Yeah. So, anyway, so James Corden is presenting – Mindy is presenting tonight. John Oliver is presenting. And then also – Jamie Lee Curtis is presenting. Oh, Jamie great. Lee. I think that'll be good. And, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis has a new show starting in two weeks called Scream Queens, which is sort of a Heathers kind of show. If you remember the movie Heathers, mm-hmm. it's, uh, and I have seen the pilot for that show. Very, very funny. And she is fantastic in it. So there you go. That's today. Uh, <laughs> 
for me. Well, can't wait to see the dress, Liz. Just a, just another day at the office. Uh, you know, <laughs> we'll be looking for you on the runway, Liz. There, well, on the red carpet. That's the thing. On the red carpet, they put you in two tracks. Uh, there's the people that actually get to talk to Juliana Rancic. Uh, <laughs> they they have one line that they're on, and then the rest of us, they're, we're like cordoned off. We're not even allowed to get near those people. So on TV, <laughs> it kind of looks like we're all walking in the same place, but in real life, we are not. Um, the there's the Hollywood people, and then there's the real people. But so the only chance you have is to try to photobomb. You know when you see <laughs> that Juliana is interviewing. You know I don't know uh, Terrence Howard and Taraji Henson from Empire. You just kind of have to try to position yourselves behind them and uh, wave for the cameras at home. So if I can give that a go, I will. Uh, I will do that. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't count on that. Yeah, do uh, some photo bombing. That, it's so, it just seems so you, Liz, to photo bomb. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's what it's what Kate Middleton would do. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, it's an exhausting forty-eight hours, and I, I haven't even like gone to the event yet. So um, there. But you have a date, Liz. You have I a do. date. I have a date and address. And, uh, yeah. And I have a sparkly, uh, uh, station wagon. Okay. <laughs> okay. Give it a whirl. <laughs> I'm going to give it a whirl. So Smi- smile twice at that governor's ball. At who, Sheila? At <laughs> who? Am I going to smile? You never know, Liz. Like John Hamm? I hear he just broke up with his girlfriend. Yes. So he's smiling twice. <laughs> yes. John Hamm. Yes. <laughs> Aim high, right? Why shouldn't I aim high? <laughs> hey, if you see Madam Secretary, tell her we're we're on track to uh, well to talk about the show this this fall. Okay, okay, Should I you... will do that. Taya Leone, yes, uh, she is my she is my target, Madam okay. Secretary. I will tell her that. Um, okay, so Whew. there you have it. Uh, Wow, this has been almost an hour here. Yeah, we should get going. I got to go. Urban Nana, I got to go. I got to go. Okay. Okay. So so don't forget, uh, you should be posting if you want to participate in the hashtag SatSistersYTB contest this week. Post pictures of you and your satellite sisters either on our Facebook group or um, on Instagram under your own account. And you can hashtag SatSistersYTB and you can tag it at SatSisters if you want to be sure we see it. Julie will give out another prize next week and julie tell us again the name of this week's winners this week's winners liz i'm going to tell you first it's kathy dockett uh she won on the facebook group and then jill susan is our instagram winner okay so uh just email us info at satellitesisters.com with your contact info all right you guys uh have a great time today liz yeah have fun thank you have fun everybody have a good week we are the satellite sisters don't forget Call your satellite sister. This podcast is brought to you by You're the Best, a celebration of friendship, a collection of essays by the Satellite Sisters, available October 2015 at SatelliteSisters.com or wherever books are sold.